The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in a knowledge-rich curriculum using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Joria Bono. I'm a primary teacher on the South Coast, founder of Tiny Voice Talks, and recently published author of Tiny Voices Talk. And I'm Kate Bracken. I'm a year one teacher in Buckinghamshire. I was a speaker on Toria's podcast a little while ago, and I'm one of the contributors to her book as well. And today we are exploring what religious education education we can teach with a beautiful Hindu myth on the nature of grief. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for grief awareness, which should help you find the story of Yami and Yama. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you're an epic educator as of November 2022, you'll also get the story as a paperback, gorgeously and sensitively illustrated by Heather Zeta-Rose, which should be with you in time for National Grief Awareness Week. Don't worry if you miss that though, as you can also order the book from any bookshop, including Amazon, and Epic Educators can access the ebook and full audiobook through the Epic Tales app. In fact, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank everyone who's signed up to be an Epic Educator so far, because by doing so, you're also supporting this podcast, so we can keep sharing these off-the-shelf lesson ideas every week. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Caitlin and Toria, Yami and Yama. And I don't know whether I mentioned it last week when we were talking about the PSHE, but this is actually a Hindu creation myth. And it is also, like a lot of creation myths, a flood myth. We have flood myths in pretty much every long religion, every religion going back to the early days. So one of the most famous here in the Western world is obviously the story of Noah's Ark. But uh, it's one of those things that makes scientists believe, you know, that there definitely was a flood that humans had to live through at some point in history. And there's a lot of scientific evidence for that as well. But yeah, it's clearly affected all sorts of religions. And this is the big one that comes out from Hinduism. So I was quite excited when you both mentioned that you had found some RE topics uh, to cover with this story. And did either of you pick out the flood connection? I did. I picked out the creation connection because in year four, we do a whole creation sort of focus and we look at all the different creation stories. Well, we don't look at every right. single creation story, but we look mm. at a number of different creation stories. And it's one of my children's favorite things to do whenever I'm mm. teaching, because I think it's so fascinating thinking about how the world has been formed and actually all the different myths around it. So we've looked at the Aboriginal version. We've looked at the Chinese version. We've looked at what we would call our traditional Christian version as such. Mm -hmm. But actually there are so many different versions of creation stories and actually I have to say this was one of my very favorite creation myths I just really really loved it immensely I really mm. did so for me the RE would be very much focused on the various different creation myths looking at this one and doing comparisons between the two but I think actually moving onward because I'm talking about key stage two I hadn't thought of the flood link but I think actually looking at flood myths as well would be a really nice link for Upper Key Stage 2 
to actually develop that on. So, you know, we've got the creation myth links, but actually let's look at yeah. the, the flood because I really hadn't considered that. So I really like that as an idea. That's another good way of getting some mm. comparison of different cultures going, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the key thing because I think Ari is so much about comparison. I've been teaching for a number of 23 years now. I think a lot of what I taught originally was that very much the Christian concept of this is the creation, this was this, this was that. And actually what mm. I love is that more and more now we move away from it and we look at it as a comparison. We look very much at the different religions and how their creation stories, their flood stories, etc. But as you say, there are key themes as such that run through they're just perceived differently and it's really important for our children to understand that so they get a much more diverse understanding of the world that we live in because it's not just mm. one colour going back to colours well there are lots of links to your um, English and PSHE from last week actually and you know this is a story that could show the multitude of responses to grief and mm. yes it's also a way of exploring the multitude of responses to creation and mm. the, the way we came into the world yes it's, it's a fascinating subject how would you explore it with ages four to seven caitlin well the first thing that kind of sprang to mind for me when i was listening to the story reading the story was the diversity that exists in the community of my school i have a really really diverse school and a really diverse staff mm. as well so there's a lot of mm. children and staff who are part of the hindu faith you know something that i really like about teaching re which i never expected to like teaching re because i didn't enjoy it at school myself okay but i really enjoy teaching re because there's so much discussion and so much you know children are quite happy because mm. they recognize that they're in a very diverse community they are quite happy to mm. say well my family doesn't do it like that because we're this religion we do it like this instead or mm. you know the complete opposite saying oh well we do that but we're not that religion and finding those comparisons and those similarities in a very individual level it's kind of like what you were saying toria about finding those connections and comparisons in the creation stories but with the younger children it's more on like an everyday level that they can spot mm. those links mm. but what stood out to me was thinking that i know children and adults who would have a much better understanding or way of telling the story than I would have, potentially inviting older children from the school in to talk to younger children about their faith, ah, having hmm. the adults who follow that faith going into different classes to discuss it and to share. There's not necessarily a sort of piece of work that I had in mind, but it was more sort of that discussion and awareness and acceptance and just that appreciation of difference, really. That was sort of the angle that I took yeah. with regard to RE with this one. Still the same kind of topic then, sort mm -hmm. of comparing it to what other children might think is yeah. the norm or their family. Hmm. But sort of taking it wider and thinking more on a sort of everyday level how their faith yeah. comes into everyday life, I guess. I certainly love the idea of bringing in children from other classes to share their thoughts because I've always found if you give children a sense of responsibility that can really help them to focus on both their learning and also on their behavior it's a really great way for helping children to develop a level of maturity early enough that it starts to really strengthen and develop as they go through the rest of their education yeah and i guess it's something that would be logistically a lot more difficult in a school like yours toria where you've got a lot more classes in a year group <laughs> 
but you know in a... was it six six classes in each year group for you yeah, Toria? six women take so we've got 24 classes Whoa. across the junior school oh my goodness <laughs> so yeah thinking well you know in comparison my little one form entry village school where we've got seven classes all together it's a lot easier to do things like children moving between classes to share their mm. faith experiences but with communication and stuff it, it's still doable it might just be a little yes. bit harder than sticking your head out into the corridor and grabbing some year sixes as they go past kind of thing <laughs> but i think something else i think is interesting though is you talked about the diversity within your mm-hmm. school there is not as much diversity yeah. within my school but actually that's why mm. looking at the different creation stories etc is wonderful because it's very very eye-opening absolutely it's so yes, important yeah. because they begin to learn about the different cultures and it's interesting when i said something earlier i talked about um i cringed as i said it because i said something about the christian one being the normal one or whatever and yes, that's because yeah. within the catchment that i work in that i've actually been around for 23 years there isn't as much diversity as there would be where you Interesting. are mm. and so actually it's breaking that so it's not the normal as yeah. such and it's beginning to get children to understand that actually this is the one that they are more familiar with but there are mm. all of these out there and I think I'm not lucky enough like you that I've got lots of different children as such that I could grab. Mm-hmm. It's looking at the ways around that. Yeah, it's it's important for different reasons in our, for you because your children yeah. don't experience it every day. So it's introducing them to that idea of when you go out into the big wide world, not everybody sees everything through the same eyes that you do. Yeah. Whereas in our setting, it's children are all existing alongside each other every day. And it's recognizing their difference, making those links, those similarities similarities and making sure that there's not kind of an us and them kind of separation of different groups because we all exist in the same place you want to make sure that they recognize that there are Mm -hmm. others out there but instead of seeing others as enemies um, others can be familiars yeah it's it's celebrating that difference and being proud of it and you see the connections between you as well yeah Yeah. excellent well yeah this is certainly a great story to to show some of the connections between those as well and i think again that brings us back to the story and the fact that whilst you had Yami existing alongside all the animals, they were mm. all one on the same planet and all working for the good um, mm. and in a sense, you know, all the creatures came together for the good of Yami and I think that's, it's all about that coexistence in order to bring out the best for one another and support one another that's all we have time for in this episode folks if you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover you can find us on social media using at teach happily or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can enjoy knowledge-rich learning in a way that's effective memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Yami and Yama will help us teach modern foreign languages as well as design and technology. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon. soon.